Good afternoon, everybody. Good evening. Good night, wherever you are. Good morning, maybe, to some of you. Um, welcome back to GLTV Radio. This is episode number two. Um, I actually just wanted to get on here and talk about football, guys. Football Americano. Americana? I don't know. But it's football in America. Um, it's the one with pads, you know, shoulder shoulder pads and helmets and everything. And um, for those of you that don't know, that's that's what football in America is. They got, uh, you know, field goals and stuff like that. But they got that in basketball, too. So, um, listen, I'm here right now to tell you that it is like it was like 50, 50 something degrees when I woke up this morning and the high was in the 60s. Um, I think it may have got to 70. I'm not sure, but it, guys, it felt amazing all day long. It's finally starting to feel like fall. And who does not want that fall feeling? Who doesn't like fall? I mean, I'm talking blue jean, hoodies. We, we got roast, soups, chilies going. I mean, it's finally starting to feel like fall. And there's nothing more fall than college football, in my opinion. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I don't think there's anything more fall than college football. Go dogs! So, yeah, go dogs. So, if you don't know, I am a huge Georgia Bulldog fan. Um, I have been since the day I took my first steps. And if I can find the footage, I will prove it to you. But, you know, it's always been instilled in me. Um you know, I took my first steps in a Georgia Bulldog outfit, and my dad was a huge Georgia Bulldog fan, and I absolutely loved watching the games with him growing up, just watching him get so excited. And, and when I started playing football in Little League and then school and high school and everything, he was so excited to watch me play and come to the games and everything and just be a part of, of that. Um, and, and to sit there and watch football with him on Saturdays became such an amazing tradition of ours. Um, and we, we, one thing that never wavered between my dad and I was our love for the Georgia Bulldogs. And I know that there's plenty of people out there that have the exact same feeling about whatever favorite team you may have, but that was, that was the Georgia Bulldogs for me and my dad. And I would give anything to be able to watch another game with him. So, um, oh, sorry, guys, kick the camera. <laughs> I am uh, filming this one, too. So if y'all want to go to the YouTube channel at Gavin Lamb TV and check it out, I'll be there. So um, anyway, guys, it is coming up on um, the Georgia-Alabama game. And <laughs> this one's a big one. It's 2020, guys. Anything could happen because 2020 is just the year of absolute craziness. Um, Nick Saban's actually already not going to be at the game. The head coach for Alabama, for those of you that don't know, if you don't know who Nick Saban is, you're definitely living under a rock. Um, anyway, he, he's already not going to be at the game because he tested positive for COVID-19. So he cannot be there. And, uh, I, you know, I, I don't know if he's allowed to be there remotely, but, I mean, I, I feel like they should – allow him to be there on like an iPad or FaceTime or something going on because, um, you know, because of the circumstances, I don't think like, I don't understand how that could hurt anybody for him to be there remotely. And maybe he is, maybe I just haven't heard about it yet, but you know, <clears throat> you know, in, 
Alabama, you know, sorry to all the Alabama fans out there. I know that you are so many. Most of you are bandwagons. No, I'm just joking. I know a lot of great people that um, are Alabama fans, and they are diehard Alabama fans, just like I'm a diehard Georgia fan. And, um, you know, respect to you. You, you love your team and you you roll tide and I go dogs. So that's that's how it goes. That's how it is for anybody's team out there. Even though I still can't figure out what a war eagle is. But uh anyway, um <clears throat> that's besides the point. But you know, I think that they should be able, you know, they are the enemy, but I feel like they should be able to have their head coach there in some way, shape, or form. And I really don't think it's gonna affect their gameplay very much at all. I think that they are a like a primed and proper and like very good trained team to get the job done, whether their head coach is there or not. I mean, I know he has faith in his assistant coach to run the show, and they have all the tools they need to get the job done with the players. So, um, you know, no disrespect to Nick Saban. He's a great coach. He's one of the greatest. So, um, but I don't think that them winning this game, if they did, would have, I don't think it's affected either way with if he's there or not. Uh, but I do think that he should be there remotely. That's just my opinion. Um, also, I feel like uh, this year Georgia has a better chance than we've had in the past, even when we've gone into overtime versus Alabama, even when we were beating them and it was for everything and we just couldn't get the job done. We blew our lead, and it was it was terrible to watch as a fan. Um, but we did it. I would never say that they lost it. We lost it, um, and um, it you know it's heartbreaking. And Alabama comes through almost every time that we play them, um, and it's been that way for a while now. I remember a few years back, I took the whole day off to watch the Georgia Alabama game. I was super stoked, super pumped. I had all these kebabs made up, marinated overnight. We went to my in-laws. We grilled them up. We made all these side dishes and appetizers. We went in there. We started eating, tearing up all the good food. The game came on. I was ready. I was pumped up, and we got sloshed. We got just absolutely demolished, and it was it was the least prettiest thing on a football field I had seen in a long time, and I was just, I was just hoping – that there was another SEC game on that I could watch because I could not stand to watch my dogs get beat that bad. <clears throat> Excuse me. So um, <laughs> that's where that that's where it's at with Georgia versus Alabama. But this year we have a great defense. We're still working out some kinks on offense, but you know Stetson Bennett last week really proved himself to me. At least I know a lot of people still think that he's just. Uh, a field manager and everything. He's just he's handing off the ball, but I, he, you know, he's doing his job and he's getting the job done. And I, and I for one, am proud of him. Um, he fought for this position and he got it. And he's, I think, he's doing a great job. I mean, Georgia's putting up W's, and that's all that matters. So, um, but you know, Alabama is the number one offense in the nation right now, with Georgia being the number one defense in the nation right now. So it's going to be a very interesting game. No matter what happens, I think it's going to be a great game, and I think it's potentially going to be a better game than we've seen in the past few years when Georgia and Alabama has had a matchup. So um, I'm pretty stoked. I'm pretty excited. Um, just to go ahead and let you know right now, this is going to be – I mean, this is the night before, guys. This is this is Friday night. 
I'm recording this tomorrow. I'm going to come home from work. We're going to grill some burgers. I'm going to watch the game. And then either tomorrow night or Sunday morning, I will continue and finish this with an afterword of the game and my reaction. And then um, sometime probably Sunday or Monday, this podcast will go live. So I'm not sure why I'm telling you that right now, because you're going to hear it on here. Oh, well, mistakes. Um, I got to learn from my mistakes on here, guys. I'm still new to this podcast game, so bear with me. I want to take a second while I'm finding the information that I really want to cover here. And uh, I just want to, I just want to say that SEC football, in my opinion, is elite. And I know I'm biased when I say that, but I feel like I'm also a little bit truthful guys, because I mean, there has been contenders. ACC of course um, has been coming up in the past 10 to 15 years and has been a wrecking ball to the SEC in some cases. And then you have, you know, the Pat, the, the Pac-12, the Big Ten. So, um, I mean, those guys have been contenders in the past. But, guys, I, I, when it comes down to, like, genuine and, and downright fortitude and coming off full speed at every snap of the ball and just ready to become a champion and go after the win, I feel like that just encompasses the Southeastern Conference in, in, in college football. Um I just think that I think that they are elite, man. And it's for a reason. So listen, here's the prediction coming from ESPN. These teams should play far more often than they do. Okay, I agree with that. Um how is Georgia going to figure out how to lose this one? Okay. Ouch. Ouch. Okay, ouch, but it is true. Um, This is what it says. Granted, this thought has been reserved mostly for Georgia fans, tortured by the way the dogs managed to come so achingly close to a national title, or at least a shot at one, in 2012, 2017, and 2018. They were turned away by the tide each time. This This rivalry has taken on an existential, almost literary quality with Georgia hiring Saban's right-hand man, but still struggling to get past Bama. This might not be the only time these teams meet in 2020. They are favorites to win their respective divisions after all, but one way or another, this is the next chapter in the Saban smart book, even without Saban. So, I mean, it's, it's already, it's already ramping it up guys. It's already setting it up saying that like, yes, these teams are powerhouses. Yes, they meet or have met in the past, very recent past. And yes, Alabama has come up on top each time. So it is hard to read that. It's a hard pill to swallow as a Georgia fan, but it's true. They've they've outdone us every time we've had a matchup here since it's been so long. ESPN prediction projects a 28-24 Alabama win, which fits pretty well with the team's past two meetings. 26 and 23 and 35 and 28 tied victories, but the possibilities are endless. The dogs could dictate on old school defense and and field position slog, or the pure offensive talent on display could drag these defenses into a track meet at last year's Bama LSU game, 46 to 41 LSU, 
or 2015 college football playoff title game with Clemson 45 to 40 over Alabama. Or 45 to 40, Bama wins. What have these coaching staffs kept close to Vest so far? What might they still keep close to Vest for a possible December sequel? We'll find out. So, guys, they have picked Alabama to win by four points, 28 to 24. I'm not on side with that, but, you know, I mean, I, you know, ba- they're, they're basing this on the past, and you can't really hide from the past. You can't hide from the fact that we've blown it the past few times that we've played Alabama. And it's – um. It's it it's like I said, it's a hard pill to swallow, but it is the truth. So we just got to go into this game, you know, wholeheartedly knowing that we are the better team this year. And um, I truly believe that Georgia is a better team this year. I feel like they're better than Alabama, and I feel like honestly they're a better Georgia team that we've had in the past couple of years. And I think that they just need to find themselves a little bit. Defense is on point. If we could just find ourselves as an offense in the SEC and really, really put on a show tomorrow night, I think that Georgia's going to win it, and I think it will be that. I think it will be that score. I think it's going to be 28-24 Georgia. So that's my prediction. I'm going to flip-flop it on ESPN here. So um, I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night or Sunday morning with a reaction. So – All I can say for now is go dogs. Let's sick them, baby. All right, guys. So I'm here right now. It is Saturday night. It is 10.05 p.m. The game's been going on for since 8 o'clock, guys. It kicked off at 8 o'clock p.m. And it is halftime. It's halftime right now, guys. And I'm telling you right now, the game is insane. It's 24 to 20, Georgia over Alabama at the half. Um, there has been ups and downs on both sides. It started off with an interception. First play of the game, Alabama threw an interception to Georgia. Um, it was ruled an interception. And then three plays later, Georgia threw an interception to Alabama. Alabama went and scored first. So Alabama set the tone. It was 7-0. to Georgia finally scored and then scored again. It was 14-7 Georgia over Bama. And then, obviously – they scored, we scored, we kicked a field goal, they got a field goal, and then right before the half, guys, the one second left, they fought for the second two. Georgia was already going into the tunnel, but they ruled it. There was actually one second left. Saban went for a field goal and made it. So it was 24-17. Now it's 24-20, Georgia over Alabama at the halftime, guys. So this is a huge deal. Um I mean, the game is – I mean, both sides are playing pretty good right now. Um, I'm, I'm very happy with the way that Georgia's playing. We need to tighten up on offense a little bit. Defense, um, we've played better. But, I mean, this is Alabama, guys. And like we said, Alabama plays a tough game. And we're in Tuscaloosa. Um, you know, that just like they said on, on, on CBS, like during the pregame, it's like you better buckle up because – Playing in Tuscaloosa is a different story. And everybody knows that, man. I mean, Alabama's a powerhouse, but you know what? So is Georgia. Go dogs. I hope that the second half goes as just as good as the first half has gone. And I hope that we come out victorious. We can get points on the board. We need to come out, make some adjustments, adjustments, 
fine tune what we're doing already and then just get this thing done and actually put a stake in Alabama for the first time in years. So um, Georgia cannot afford to come up short on this one. Um, this is my little halftime report, little update. And depending on the outcome, guys, I'll either see you back later tonight or in the morning to finish off this podcast. But I'm super excited. Um, I'm having lots of fun watching the game. And uh, I am, you know, it's Georgia versus Alabama. And that is enough said, guys. Enough said. So I hope you're enjoying. All right, guys. So I'm back with the final afterword of the Georgia versus Alabama game 2020. Um, there's not much to say except for ouch. And, um, I mean, it, it, it hurt, guys. But we came out at the second half of the game and just fell completely apart, basically. We had, like, two or three interceptions. Our offense just right away didn't do anything. Um, and every single mistake that we made in the second half, Alabama took it and ran with it and scored off of every single mistake. So um, we just could not get anything going. We absolutely – our momentum didn't – didn't stall or slow down. It just completely stopped. We, as the Georgia Bulldogs, completely stopped playing the second half. I don't know what happened. I don't know what was said in the locker room or what, but it did not work. If anything, it made matters worse um, because we had something going in the first half. So, Debatably, if if there would have been no halftime and they just would have played all the way through, possibly we could have won. I don't know. Somehow I feel like we still would have found a way to lose, but, you know, I want to hope for the best. But, guys, after after halftime when I was super excited, it just went completely downhill. With about nine minutes left, guys, I could not watch it anymore. I had to turn the channel, watch some of the Florida State versus North Carolina because that was a crazy game. Um, but it was, it was, it was awful guys. It was, it was a tough pill to swallow. And, um, it's actually Monday afternoon. It's Monday night, uh, basically five, five, 12 PM. And this is the first time I've been able to sit down and do this final afterward because I, I was licking my wounds and like mending my broken heart all day yesterday because it was just, it was a tough weekend for Georgia sports, to be honest with you, because, Georgia lost to Alabama again, almost in the exact same fashion, always in, in in the second half and always, almost always at our own demise. And Georgia Tech got absolutely just, they, I don't even know the word, like destroyed, trampled. Um, it, it was embarrassing as a, as a program for Georgia Tech to lose to Clemson what was it, 73 to 7? I mean, at least they didn't get skunked, but I mean, come on, 73 to 7 is incredible. I mean, it, it's 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 terrible for Georgia Tech. Um, so that was sad. And then also the Atlanta Braves. I know we're talking about Georgia versus Alabama here, but just just bear with me for a second. The Atlanta Braves 
blew a chance to go to the World Series twice, two nights in a row. All they had to do was win, and they couldn't pull it off two nights in a row against the L.A. Dodgers. So that's another story that's that's old as time. I mean, it's it's like when when are we as a Georgia as a state? When are we going to be able to actually win something big? Because the last time the Falcons were in the Super Bowl against the Patriots, we were blowing them out of the water. And then we came out the second half, and not even the second half, I think even part of the second half we looked good, and it was like almost the tail end of the third quarter and the fourth quarter. Tom Brady and the Patriots just went crazy, and Atlanta didn't do anything, and we lost a Super Bowl. So it's like, when, when is Georgia, in the, in the sports scheme of things, going to be able to like pick it up and actually win when it matters? Um, I don't know that. I have no idea. It's just a question I want to throw out there because I know a lot of people are asking and a lot of people in, in this state and a lot of people out of this state want to know, when is Georgia not going to choke? And um, But at the end of the day, guys, even at the end of that night, I had to sit back and say, go dogs, because I'm a, I'm a Georgia fan. There's nothing more to it. You're not going to change my mind. I'm a Georgia fan for life, and I will forever be a Bulldog. But it does. It hurts when we have to lose a game like that. Um, you know, since 2012, I've wanted us to be able to beat Alabama, and we just cannot finish. And it's it's getting to a point where it's starting to really mess mess with me, like, mentally. I, I, you know, I've talked to a lot of Georgia fans, and, like, they're like, dude, I don't even know why I root for them anymore, but I do. And it's like it, you, you kind of have that feeling in the back of your mind. Like, why do I even get so hyped up about these big games when I know, you know, subconsciously what the outcome probably will be? And, you know, it goes back to, you know, the tagline that I use for YouTube is, is um, you know, faith moves mountains, something biblical and something that is very, very real in my life. Um you know, this is sports, though. So, I mean, yes, you need to believe, but it's not all – it doesn't mean everything. So, um, but for me, you know, I still want to instill that in everything that I invest in. And I love the Georgia Bulldogs, and I'm going to keep faith in them. So, one day they will be victorious when it matters against a big team like Alabama or even in, like, another SEC championship. And hopefully one day – you know, the national championship again. So that would be great. I would love to see that. Um, it really hurt to come so close and get it taken away um, a few years back. That was also from Alabama. So there's a bunch of uh, feelings whenever they play, and every single time we just get whooped at the end. And um, these are just my honest feelings as a UGA fan. Um for my whole life. I'm never going to turn my back on the dogs, but it doesn't stop the the sting of disappointment every time we can't pull out the win. So uh, anyway, that's basically what I have for you guys. Um, 
it ended up being uh, what 41 to 24 so they they absolutely trampled us it was 24 to 21 at the half georgia up so georgia never scored again in the second half not once not a field goal not a touchdown nothing so um it was just sad it said that that's how it had to go but um like we always say there's always next year and uh, who knows, we might actually meet Alabama again in the SEC championship. So um, if we do, maybe we can learn from our mistakes this time and get her done the next time. So um, that's it for today's podcast. And uh, go dogs. This is Gavin Lamb signing off.